got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey, what's up? How are y'all doing? How's your new year going so far? I want to say my new year, like it started off a little... um, I would say uh, I felt like I I needed to hit the ground running full speed and I got to day nine of the new year and I was like, this feels a little weird. Um, But now that we are 25 days into the new year, I'm feeling good. Thank y'all for checking in. We are going to have an amazing new episode. Um, It's just um, a solo episode today. Um, I want to say thank y'all so much for your love and support. My new journal, The Daily Check-In, A 60-Day Journey to Finding Your Strength, Faith, and Wholeness is available now. You can get it. I'll make it easy for you. Just go to www.checkinginbook.com and we've made it easy for you to find the link for the journal. And if you don't have my actual book yet, Yes, yes, yes. You can also use that same link um, to get the book. I just was like, you know what? I wanted to do something. Um, I was looking at an old um, speech that I prepared. And when I looked at the name of it, I said, wait a minute. This is going to be a great podcast idea. So... It's called the name of this episode is checking in with my singleness. Okay. (laughs) And y'all have been such a great community. I feel like I can just talk to y'all. It's very therapeutic. So I'm going to I pray to make this a structured episode versus just sounding like I'm just ranting with no points in mind to make. But um. I want to, for all my single folks out there, or 
if you're booed up or in a relationship, um, just kind of lean in and um, hear me out. Now, listen, I feel like every day I am reminded of my marital status. Okay. Whether it's from scrolling social media, seeing folks getting engaged or birth announcements or um, something as random as filling out. You know how, how you have to fill out paperwork and you check off the box when it's asked, when it asks what your marital status is, you have to check off single. So you are so reminded of your status. Actually, I just had a revelation there. Why did I say? single like single as if it's some type of death sentence matter of fact I should have just said single because that's the reality you know what I mean and so I was just I was like man I am reminded every day of my singleness I also vacillate if I want like a committed relationship (laughs) I love being able to come and go anytime I want. I can travel. I've also, I want to say that I have curated just this love, an environment of peace. And I work on that every single day. Peace internally and peace externally. Um, My home I feel like I've curated just a nice space of peace. And I was reading something um, the other day where it said, you're not competing with anything else but my peace. So anybody new that comes into my life, you have to like, you got to bring some peace. But you got to like, you got to be better. I, I'm I'm finding the quote. It said, yes, hold up. It says, um, I like being alone. I have control over my own stuff. Except it's the other word. Therefore, in order to win me over, your presence has to feel better than my solitude. You're not competing with another person. You're competing with my comfort zones. I want to say that you're not competing with another person. You're not competing with success, no achievements. Baby, you ain't competing with nothing that I have or own. You're competing with my peace. Honey, you might be on your way to work. You might be leaving work. And this is what you listen to on your way home. And if you've got somebody in the car with you, ask them, do you agree that someone's presence has to feel better than your solitude? I feel like you must add to my peace. I have fought hard to get to this place. And I'm almost nervous because I'm almost, you know, Somebody, somebody's always going to come with something, you know, and unless I isolate myself and just stay in a hole all of my life, I think my peace might be rattled a little bit. Or do y'all think I'm being a little selfish? If you think I'm being selfish, go ahead and drop me a message or two in my DMs, send me a tweet or something. I won't be offended. 
And I also think that in this time, I'm really, um, I'm working on me. I'm, I'm working on just also evaluating past relationships. You know, it took two. Some of the relationship took three. We'll talk about that later. At least two of the relationships ended, ended because a third party inserted themselves in the relationship. And the person I was in the relationship with, they didn't necessarily have discipline. Yeah, I'm going to say discipline. So I got to check myself. How did I end up in relationships like that? I can't blame. I can't always be blaming people. I have to figure out. So that's what I have been doing. Okay. So I've all, I already know you got to make, you got to feel good peace wise. You can't come in here with a bunch of chaos and foolishness and drama and, and it, it makes my blood pressure go up as the old folks say at the same time though I feel like I'm also in preparation making sure that I am who I want to attract you know now I can only assume in marriage that you will be constantly working on or you should be working on continuously being who you want to attract or being the person you'd want to live with forever. I, I, now, we have to work on our behaviors, how we respond, how we communicate, and prayerfully your partner gives you room for error Prayerfully, your partner gives you grace for the moments when you're human. You can have all the therapy in the world, all the counseling in the world. You can read all the self-help books in the world. But sometimes you'll have a moment where that all goes out the window. It's not. I'm not saying it's right because you still have to deal with the consequences if your words or if your actions hurt somebody. If you intentionally are using your words or actions to hurt someone. There was a moment that I don't mind sharing. You guys know I'll share. Um, I had to wonder why in a relationship, why I feel like I would resort to anger as a response. And I kind of processed that thing. If I feel like what I'm saying to you is not being considered or heard, if I feel like I've made a the requested adjustments of me that you've asked. And then I make one or two requests of adjustments that I think you could make and you don't make them. I feel disrespected. And my mother comes out of my mouth sometimes. I Now, I've been working on it diligently. So lately there have been more times where I just listen, I nod my head. I'm, I might be biting the sides of my mouth, tongue and teeth. But I, I try to make sure that what I have to say will edify or have purpose. I don't always win at that. But for the majority, I want to say I must give myself a hand clap in that area. And I don't know if you were like me, but I know back in the day when I was in um, maybe maybe college. Actually, this might have been in the late 90s, early 2000s, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to be married by the age of 25. 
and that I will at least have one child by the age of 27. Honey, I just knew I'd be a guest at single conferences telling all the folks how to get husbands, wives, child. That did not happen. Why was that a goal of mine anyway? That I sh- The goal should be making sure that your relationship um, has fruit. Um, if I'm not mistaken, let me see. Um, we know a tree by its fruit. All right. You will know them by their fruits, meaning if an apple tree is supposed to be producing apples, when you look at the apple tree and it's producing uh, bananas, something's wrong. <laughs> Something is wrong there. So um, I I think my goal will to make sure that my relationship is fruitful and that is that it, it's producing um it's producing, it's producing love, it's producing grace, it's producing compassion. Um, those of us that believe in God, we know God to be constant. We know God to be loving. Um, uh, y'all already know one of my favorite scriptures about love. It's on the Destiny's Child album, um, Survivor. And um, that was one of the first scriptures, um, First Corinthians um, Thirteen four through 8 says, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not boast, love is not rude, love is not self-seeking, love is not easily angered, love keeps no record of wrongs. Now, <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, love does not delight in evil, love rejoices with the truth, love always protects, love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. Love never fails. So that's what I want my relationships, not necessarily romantic, but even my business relationship, my relationships with my with my good girlfriends. Okay, Um, I want I want my relationships to reflect love. Now, we've also heard that agape love is God's love. If God is love, right? I want the kind of love that reflects who God is. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. God does not boast. God is not rude. God is not self-seeking. God is not easily angered. God keeps no record of wrong. God does not delight in evil. God rejoices with the truth. God always protects. God always trusts. God always hopes. God always perseveres. God never fails. Love never fails. Now, what we can do is Put your name in place of love. Michelle is patient. Can I really say that? Michelle is kind. Can I really say that? Michelle does not envy. Can I really say that? Michelle does not boast. Michelle is not rude. Michelle is not self-seeking. Michelle is not easily angered. I, I can't say that. Michelle keeps no record of wrongs. Michelle does not delight in evil. Michelle de- Michelle rejoices with the truth. Michelle always protects. Michelle always trusts. Michelle always hopes. Michelle always perseveres. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Isn't that a cool? So if you, if you want to know if you're operating in love while you're single in a relationship, Maybe work that out 
refer to that scripture. I believe, I don't care what your belief is, religiously, spiritually, the world, guess we need love. Everybody needs love. Every human being needs love. Your pet, your have you ever rubbed your dog and petted your dog and they you could just tell they're just oozing because they know you love them? They need they need touch. They need they need affection, right? So I I, I we we are wired for love. Dr. Caroline Leaf, when she said that to me, we are wired for nothing else other than love. We're that's it. We're wired for love. Oh, this is who this is. um, This is getting good to me. Ooh, I didn't even mean to go down that route as far as finding that scripture as it relates to love. But we always say we won't love. Be love. And I really, truly believe we will receive what it is that we are attracting. We'll receive who we are. I'm sorry. We'll, re- we'll receive who we are. We'll receive people even by the words that come out that come out of our mouth, right? If you're always saying, I'm never gonna get a wife, I'll never have a husband, I'll never have children, I, I don't want love, I don't need nobody. You be kind of assess when you say that. Do you say that because you're embarrassed because you you made a dumb decision as it relates to relationships? So you're you don't wanna you know, look inward or guess what? Some people really mean that thing. They don't want children. That's okay. They don't want to be married and that is okay. Sometimes I wonder, do I want to be married? But can we like live in separate houses? No, I don't want that. I'm, I'm, I might pop up at your house one day unannounced, <laughs> but I think I would be able to if we married. Yeah, anywho. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Y'all, did y'all hear? 
apparently Dolly Parton said that she has she's in an open relationship. Hold up, y'all. Apparently she said this um in 2020. But Dolly Parton discusses her open marriage. Now I don't trust these sources because these sources see this see let me tell you something what I just did. You have to Google something and if it's very tabloidy, if what if the if the source reporting it is very tabloidy, then you might want to be careful about repeating it. But this seems kind of credible. I don't know. It ain't none of my business. See, thank you, Jesus. See, see, Jesus got me right on together. Don't be discussing other folks relationships. If you don't know what the crap you talking about and you don't know for sure. Did you hear them say it out their mouth? All right. See, y'all. See, I did a check in. And God checked me. <laughs> anywho, anywho. I I really just want to just see where you are too. You know, how are you if you're single right now? How are you personally using this time? I think for me, I am making sure that I'm not still uh nursing wounds from childhood. And I'm also assessing if those wounds from childhood if they've affected every area of my life, right? And I think The second point of, I think, where I am in this time is making sure that I'm in a better place spiritually and emotionally before I seriously start dating again. Now, I've been out a few times and, you know, you know, you can feel some connection, you know, and it also just let me know that that at 42, I'm still fierce. Okay, I I just I, I I know I am I know I am so um I, I I do need to kind of push myself and go out a little more and um you know I don't know I just really love my peace y'all I don't know can anybody relate to me honk your horn <laughs> clap your hand honey do something let me know that you relate to what I am saying I really I have to check in with what I really desire and but at the same time, I can still work on being a better me. And I feel like even if I was in a relationship or married, like I said earlier in this episode, that you'd have to be doing that anyway. Once you get into a relationship, you don't stop working on you. Don't. Once you get married, I don't think you should stop working on you because you know that saying when people say, we just grew apart. Is it that you grew apart or both of you all stopped doing the work individually and growing together? So either you grow apart or can you grow together? We just grew apart. Maybe that's a whole nother episode for a relationship expert because what is growing apart? Where where does the disconnection begin? Because I think the root of growing apart is disconnect, disconnection. There's a disconnect somewhere. But I don't know. I'm not no expert. I'm I, I'm not no expert, honey. I didn't make it to the altar. So I, I can tell you where I went wrong. I can tell you the parts where I'm accountable. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll be giving no relationship advice, but I can give some self. Um, I can give some self, some self advice. And 
if there's anybody listening um, where you feel like you deal with depression, um, anxiety, um, if you've been diagnosed with, you know, mental illness, some type of mental illness where it makes you insecure because you're wondering, will anybody love me? And yes, you can be loved. You just make sure that you refer back to that list of what love is. Okay, we'll go back to that. It is patient. It's kind. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love ain't stupid now because patient, you know, are you got are you patient or you got low self-esteem? Because why are you taking this uh, this? I'm gonna just call it abuse. Are you being patient because the person is doing the work and they're changing, they're going to change? Or do you just not think that you deserve better? So don't get patient versus low self-esteem mixed up. Um, But yes, I, I don't care what it is that you've gone through. You're worthy of it. I've had to tell myself, you know, I'm I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy to be treated right. I'm worthy for someone to be honest with me. I, I go in honest I, I, and I come out honest. You know, I just but you I think what will what will help is the saying if you stop expecting you from other people, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be all right. So um, this has just been amazing, an amazing episode that I just had to come on here and um, kind of see what y'all were thinking about as we talk about checking in with your singleness. All right. Um Oh, oh, I also wanted to, when I was saying how when I feel like um if 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 a relationship is what you desire and like I said there are times when I say to myself that I love single. I love the single life until I'm in a rush and can't use the HOV lane mm-hmm, to get through traffic. I used to love when I was in a relationship and um I was the one maybe driving, we was going somewhere and we could go through the HOV lane cuz it's two of us. Now that I'm single, I can't go in HOV lane. I think that's the only reason why I'd want a relationship is so that I can get to where I'm going a little faster. That's so wrong. Um, let's see, let's see. I feel like I want to read an excerpt of my journal as it relates to relationships. Let's see, let's see. Which one do I want to do? Okay, well, I'll do this. This is day 23 of the journal on page 89, day 23. When I got engaged, it wasn't long before I began to say, we'll never make it down the aisle. I said it over and over and over again to myself, probably even to some other people too. I would read comments online saying my marriage was doomed. And you know what? I came into agreement with those statements. Now, had I been checking in with myself and being honest with myself, I would have taken these thoughts captive and said, Okay, what's really going on here? But I wasn't being honest with myself. I am a positive person. I'm silly. I laugh a lot. And I like to make other people laugh too. I'm straight up goofy. But when I'm not checking in with myself, I become such a negative Nancy. In fact, when I'm not checking in with God, myself and others, I can be a dang fatalist. Worst case scenarioist. And it's not that I don't want good things. It's not that I don't think God wants to give me good things. But a lot of times I don't feel like I deserve good things. 
So I'll guard my heart by calling a failure before it happens. And then when something bad does happen, I'm not hurt by it. Only I wonder how many good things I've spoken out of my life, how many good career opportunities, relationships and experiences I've missed out on because I expected and looked for the worst because I spoke the worst over and over again out loud and to myself. Have you ever been like this? Are you like this right now? Do you look for the bad in every situation? Do you speak those thoughts out loud? Check in with that attitude because our attitude determines our thoughts and our thoughts determine our words and our words determine our futures. Y'all know I've heard y'all. I said it so many times in season one about the definition of the word future is the time or period of time following the moment of speaking or writing. And when I got wind of that definition, I've become better with my words, more intentional about my, about what I speak for my future. Our words determine our future. The words of a man's mouth are like deep waters, copious and difficult to fathom. The fountain of mature wisdom is like a bubbling stream. And that's a Proverbs, Proverbs 18.4. Today's response is going to require a little something extra from you, but if you follow through with it, it could be one of the most powerful things you do in this journal. I want you to reach out to three people you talk to or that you're around regularly. Do it over text, email, or direct message. Give them time to think before you ask for their responses, but send them these exact words. I am doing a study right now, checking in with God, myself, and other people, and I want your honest feedback on the following three questions. What is something I say a lot? What kind of emotion do you get when I walk into a room, text, email, or call you? What's it like to be on the other side of our relationship? Now, don't send this to nobody you already know has beef with you. Send this to people who have your best interests at heart, but will also be honest with you. Self-awareness is critical to checking in. So I just... I pray, I want the, the prayers that's in here. It says, Father, I pray that you would help me become more aware of myself, of my thoughts, attitudes, and words. I pray I wouldn't be a negative Nancy. I pray I would be honest, but hopeful at all times. I pray my words would be like life-giving waters to me and to those around me. Now, a lot of you that are listening will be like, well, Michelle, but you seem so nice. You, your words do give life. You encourage us all the time. And that was the thing. I have no problem encouraging others because it was like I believed more for others I believed the best for others before I believed the best or more for myself and that had to change in me what I believe for you I also have to believe for me too if I believe that you deserve love and honest love a godly love I must believe that for myself too I must believe it for myself if I believe that success is for you, if I believe your dreams coming true, if I believe that for you, I must believe that for myself. Our dreams are going to come true. I believe you're going to have the strength to put the work in required for those dreams to come true. Because some, some of the things that we want do require us to put on overalls and some boots. It's going to look like work. But I know you have the strength to, to achieve. I know you have the strength to overcome hurt from past relationships. 
betrayal, abandonment, abuse. I know you do. I know you do. I've seen some of y'all grow up. Some of my faithful listeners, I have seen you grow up since the year 2000. That's 22 years. I've seen you I've seen you have children. I've seen you marry. I've seen you move to other countries. I've I've seen you thrive in your careers. We've evolved together. We've been on a on an amazing journey together. And I'm so glad that you're still here, that you're still alive. There are those of us who had to choose life. We had to choose to live. And I'm so thankful that you chose to live. Whether we're in our singleness, whether you are happily married, engaged, where whatever season of life you're in, um, we made it. We're, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you guys have been listening to my podcast. I'm so thankful you've been checking in. So thankful that you've been downloading my podcast and supporting my book and my new journal. And I also just wanted you, you know, I think, you know, did y'all know that, uh, Rob, I've been nominated for an NAACP Image Award in the Outstanding Lifestyle Self-Help Podcast category? It's because of y'all, man. It is because of you. Oh, I just love, I just love, 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 love y'all. So this episode, Checking In With Singleness, has a couple different textures to it. Um, but I hope you understood the points that I was making. All right. So you are loved. And again, um, if you haven't yet, would you please visit vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for my podcast, Checking In for the NAACP Image Award. Voting closes February 5th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. You can go to vote.naacpimageawards.net to vote for my podcast. I almost didn't even do this podcast because I was like, there are thousands of podcasts out there. That good old Dr. Holly Carter was like, no, you need to do a podcast. And here we are a year later, season two, with the NAACP Image Award nomination. And because of you, I'll be able to have one on my shelf. Man, oh, I just love y'all. Yeah, y'all are my family. All right. Um, I'll see you again next time. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20. 
Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.